Hey guys, it's Kiki and I'm here to review Ready to Love Season 5. This will be the casting special. Own released a sneak peek Saturday night. So when I came home, I got on Twitter, I saw that Ready to Love was trending. So to my surprise, they released it early. Uh, we're going to meet the 20 new singles. We're going to see Tommy again. We're going to see some other familiar faces. And we are going to sit back and discuss it. Stay tuned. Okay, first things first, before we get into the new singles, let me tell you guys, when I did see that Ready to Love was trending last night, I clicked on the hashtag and 99.9% of the tweets regarding the casting special were all negative. I did not see one positive thing from viewers who watched the sneak peek last night. So that was already a major red flag for me. Another red flag for me happened a couple of weeks ago um, when they released the cast photo. They released the women and then they released a separate flyer with the men's pictures on there. And I was like, okay, this looks like an interesting group of men. Then allegedly, okay, I saw the tweet, but I didn't bookmark it at the time. Someone had said that um, someone, a local from Washington, D.C. said that casting for the men took place in one day like it was an open casting call and they literally I think the person on Twitter said they literally just took in men off the street like it wasn't an extensive casting call uh process and that has always been our complaint with this show about you know people coming on here pregnant Alicia people coming over here <laughs> freshly divorced they have babies on the way babies cooking like you guys so even with those rumors when i saw them i was like you know what they're in a new location we're finally out of houston i will give season five a chance also you guys church announcement i don't know why own considers this season four so if you guys are watching this on a dvr the show does premiere next week october 15th okay if you're going back to watch it and it sees and it says season four that is the new season i don't know why own doesn't consider the resort season which was two seasons ago i don't know why they don't consider that a season but going forward they keep saying that the new season coming is season four as for me and on the rocks i will be referring to it as season five all right so that's just a programming note it's very annoying i need to tweet on and ask them why if you know they'll even answer me back but that's just a quick programming note so with all of that aside um is there any other tea I wanted to let out? Just an update on couples. Um, if you guys remember the resort season with Rashid and Simone, I know for a fact that they are dating. She came across my Instagram Explorer page and she was making TikToks about her boyfriend. And I knew she and Rashid, y'all remember Rashid, the corny kappa? <laughs> I knew that they had started like a YouTube channel to review future seasons of the show, but they are now in a relationship. Uh, we'll speak on Jason and Liz. We'll talk about them. As far as anybody else, especially from last season, I did look up Chris and Amber. You know, KG Chris. I don't believe they're together. They are not on each other's pages. So as far as a couple of updates, that that is that. Um, let's get into the 20 contestants. Just so you guys know, I'm watching it for the first time live. I'm watching it on my DVR. So my first reactions, <laughs> I'm not going to watch this twice. I'm going to watch it once. And as I go through it, I will record my thoughts 
on each contestant, all right? Let's take a deep breath in and release out because I feel like when I get to the end of this casting special, I'm going to have a lot of I'm going to be in my feelings at that. So we are reintroduced to Tommy Miles, the host of the show. Hey, Tommy. Welcome back to the Tabernacle. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy saying that again this season. Tommy introduces us to the new location for Ready to Love, which is Washington, D.C. Washington is about justice and all this other stuff. You know, the nation's capital and love. I didn't know D.C. was like a city of love as well. But, you know, Tommy got to sell us on the new location. So I'm just like, all right, Tommy, I, I see what you're doing. Um, Tommy is going to introduce us to the 20 new contestants. But first, he has some co-hosts who are going to join him. And that is Jason and Liz from last season. I know y'all thought Jason and Liz were corny. I didn't have a problem with that. I really enjoyed Liz. Her and Jason, I, I just think they work together. Now, personally, I had looked at I think Liz's IG and I saw no traces of Jason as of late. So then I went on his page and I didn't see a lot of Liz on his page either. So I think present day that they are not together. So I was shocked to see them both. I was like, oh, they must have been together when they filmed this. But go look at their pages if you guys can find them. I don't think they're dating. And that's just me being an Instagram detective <laughs> when I feel like it. Tommy asked Liz, you know, where's the ring? She says, we're still getting to know each other. And I'm like, still? How long was this filmed after the season finale or the reunion of last season? Like y'all should not saying they should be married, but y'all should be in a full blown relationship. But I guess they're taking their time. Like I said, I don't think they're still together today in October 2021. But whatever, they're going to help Tommy get through um, each contestant profile. Um, He says he wants Liz to help introduce the men and get her thoughts on the men. And he's like, Jason, I'm just making jokes now. Don't don't get too worried. But um, I wonder what Kyra. (laughs) Y'all remember Kyra who felt like Jason played her? I wonder what she's up to. Um, I know she popped up on this last, this current season of Love and Marriage Huntsville. I think Marceau had a um, event paired with them, paired with Ready to Love for his cigar bar or whatever. But that was just fake news. You know, they were trying to sell that she was flirting with Marceau and Tisha was girl. Yeah, if any of you are watching Love and Marriage Huntsville, um, still, they're about to go on their break, their mid-season break. Good speed and good luck to you. I had to stop watching because it just got too monotonous, too repetitive. Martell and Melody yelling every episode. People trying to force them back together. Miss Wanda's a fucking mess. Tisha's a fucking mess. The men, Marceau, Maurice, Tiffany and her husband, Louis, they're all fucking weirdos. So the only person I really, you know, Kimmy and Destiny don't bother me. But even now, Destiny's getting on my nerves. So I had to stop. It's just too... It's like the show is boring and all they do is argue in between that with no actual meat and potatoes. But anyway, this isn't the Love and Marriage Huntsville review. This is love. (laughs) I'm about to say love and hip hop. Ready to love. So let's meet the first group of contestants. First, we meet Frank. Frank is 35. He is a beverage brand owner. Now, he said he um, he like owns a kombucha brand and some stuff like that. And I like kombucha. I'm like, okay, Frank, I like you. I like this little beard. You know, you look like you're about... 
five six or so that's my height beautiful smile he immediately reminded me of country david so i was like country david's back i guess there's a country david if you guys remember from the resort season um there's a country david in every nook and cranny of america but again frank 35 beverage brand owner he says that he's assertive he's a go-getter um he just got out of a four and a half relationship because his partner didn't did not cherish the man he was and the man that he was becoming so yeah he says he's ready for a partner he says he's ready for love i get good vibes from frank um next we have Corey, who is 40 he's a gym owner he says within the past 12 months he's been on 100 dates he says that can y'all sense me rolling my eyes he also says that people always ask him you know how can you be talking to a lot of women at different times you know how can you be dating women and still have somebody on you know the sideline or having open communication and he openly admits that it's just a copy and paste conversation he copies and pastes what he says to women so that he can get a number and so that he can achieve getting a first date he says he's really great at the first date but after that it's a no-go like he can't get past a, a, a second date or even get to the second date level he says that his deal breakers are women that check his phone women that disrespect them and women that let themselves go y'all know he be in the gym so he thinks he's god's gift to men i'm sorry oops he's god's gift to women he says that he has the three sixes six feet six figures and six pack I can already tell Corey's going to annoy me. First of all, Corey, you're really not that cute, okay? Your body is nice, but yeah, okay, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Corey already reminds me of Passport Poppy from last season. Remember Troy? Troy was the creepy guy who was kissing on every woman and promising her a trip and asking if they had passports. Yeah, Corey's going to be a problem. Next, we meet Phil. Phil is 37. He's an entrepreneur, and he says that he is also a government consultant he says that he um has been single for a year after getting out of a two and a half year relationship he says that his mom recently passed away and with her death came a lot of regret he says that now that he's successful he regrets that his mom didn't get to see him build a family and get married and do all of that other stuff so he is looking for the you know michelle to his barack Again, another eye roll. I know we love our forever president and forever first lady as couple goals, but come on, let, let's model. And I get we're in D.C., so I was waiting for somebody to mention Michelle and Barack, but let's just, let's model stuff after our own love goals. And the fact that you're wanting, you only want to do this because of your mother's death, that's a red flag to me. <sighs> yeah, that's a red flag to me. So after meeting the first three men, we get back to Tommy, Liz, and Jason. Um... <laughs> they all agree that Corey, you know the guy with the um three sixes the six feet six figures and six pack they say that he's gonna be a problem tommy says you know he got the six figures he ain't got the six pack tommy says that he has a two pack <laughs> okay tommy uh, he asked liz and jason for tips on you know building a relationship or coming onto the show and liz and jason both say you know you have to be open you have to see your flaws you know and put them out there and you actually have to put in the work jason is very um he's very into putting in the work within his relationship so again i don't think jason and liz are still together i don't even know why i guess they thought that they were a successful couple and that's why they have them for this special but i was ready to see 
Tommy's wife. What's her name? Jacqueline, Jackie, I think her name's Jacqueline. I was ready to see her. I thought she was adorable, but I guess we'll just have to get on with Jason and Liz, child. Next, we're introduced to our first set of women. First, we meet Shiloh. I love that name. 33, she is an intimacy coach. She says that the problem um, with her dating life is that DC is very, very small. I feel that way about black people anywhere in any dating pool. <laughs> so I can relate to her with that. She says that the men here are not open to communication. And the last time she dated someone, they were dating for six months. And then he told her that he was actually married. <sighs> okay. You niggas, you, you niggas just audacity is just something y'all y'all have. And yeah, she says that she's looking for a man who is confident, but not boastful. So she wants him to have a quiet confidence about himself. And of course, she says she's ready to love. I think I'll like Shiloh. She seems cool so far. Next, we meet Courtney, who is 30. She is a marketing consultant. Her last relationship was four and a half years, and that was with the father of her child. So she says that she got pregnant very young. Um, and I guess that her ex was looking for her to still be youthful, but you know, she had to mature early. She became a mother. She got a little older. Um, she says that her ideal type is tall, chocolate and handsome, but that she wants to be with an older man. She needs someone to teach her, you know, and, and give her some seasoned wisdom. I think that's what she called it. So Courtney looks cool. She looks like she's going to be a problem. She looks like she's going to be everybody's type. Next, we meet Camille, who is 42, and she's a teacher. I didn't really, I didn't, she said she is like a, a new age teacher, meaning that she's one of those teachers that wears tight clothes, which is fine, girl, it accentuates your body, but I don't know, it, it's a red flag for me. Like, when she said she was a teacher, they put up all these photos of her in provocative clothing, and I'm like, what does that have to do with her being a teacher y'all want her wearing damn <laughs> cardigans and turtlenecks like okay she says that she also has the nickname of a black widow because she gets men wrapped up in her and then she decides to dump them red flag camille she also says that she has more rings than michael jordan and that she is close to being on the same level as j-lo so production asked her how many times have you been engaged and she's like three I've I've been engaged three times and I'm like no I think you're lying I think you've been engaged more than that but to not seem a little cray we go around it at the number three um she says that the problem with those past engagements were that she did not love herself fully in each of those relationships so she's hoping to meet the love of her life on ready to love she's willing to do whatever it takes for the right person I was like oh girl don't say that don't say that because these niggas are here and hopefully on the show looks like they ain't gonna be shit um <laughs> we get back to tommy jason and liz he asked them what they think about camille jason just says that he's interested to see how she's gonna interact with 10 possible suitors like he doesn't know how she's gonna wade through the water with that and liz says that she doesn't want camille's indecisiveness to hurt you know the men on this show i don't think that's gonna be a problem camille is already giving me like main character vibes kind of like the villain kind of like alexis guy not alexis guy alexis fly was last season kind of like denise you guys remember denise from the resort season and her and calfani and adriana 
Camille's giving me that. Camille's definitely going to be a topic of conversation this season. Next, we're introduced to Cornelius, who is 39. He's an electrical engineer. He says that he's a Southern gentleman. He has a lot of manners. He is looking to date with a purpose, and that purpose is marriage. I guess it is nice to see a lot of the contestants saying straight up, hey, I'm here to find the person I want to marry, okay? A lot of people, I think in the last couple of seasons, they say that, but they don't come onto the casting special saying that. They It just later comes out during the whole competition. You're like, oh, you're acting this way and you're trying to find a soulmate or your husband or wife? Okay, but he says that's what his purpose is. It's for marriage. He says he's gotten back into the church. His parents have been married for 38 years, so he uses them as like... um inspiration for what he wants within his own life he says that he is going to be willing to hold off on sex (laughs) now he is a man saying this we will see but he says uh if the holy spirit keeps him at bay you know that's cool if not he's gonna try it's gonna be hard but he's gonna try to abstain from sex while he is on this experiment he also says that you know he wants to meet his wife so that he can bring or he can create some babies for his mama again <sighs> um y'all y'all gonna stop with the i want i want to have babies for my parents okay that, that's a great basis for having children just 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 for your parents cool next we meet mumin beautiful name beautiful young woman she's 36 she is a singer songwriter songwriter she says that spirituality is going to play a huge part for her within this experiment because she feels that spirituality is the foundation of a marriage and of a relationship so she is ultimately looking for a soulmate not a ton to say about her she just wants someone that she can build and grow with and that they can be equals and grow together very interested to see who she will link up with on the show because like I said she's beautiful she's stunning she seems like she's very worldly and she knows a lot about herself she seems very self-aware so that could that doesn't really mean a lot on this show because some people can vibe with that or some people may not but I would be interested to see who Mumin ends up with um next we go back to Jason Liz and Tommy Tommy's asking Liz, you know, what do you think about the, you know, especially with Mumin not wanting to have sex? That was one of your standards. And Tommy was like, Liz, that was one of your high standards. And I'm like, Tommy, it's it's not that high of a standard to not want to be sexually active with people you don't really know. So I caught the little shade, Tommy. And Liz was like, you know, I guess Tommy was asking Liz, how do you think the men are going to respond to that? And Liz basically told him it doesn't really matter what the men are think about it or what they're going to do everything falls on Lumine and it's up to her to uphold her own standard hell yes Liz because she said that's what she did and I agree with Liz everybody tried to have a little problem with the fact that she was not actively having sex with people on the show and um it's really not about the other people it's really about you and your decision okay now how the men respond to that it's entertainment for television yeah we are going to be watching but when it's all said and done we don't give a fuck what they think Now, Tommy says he doesn't want to get in Liz and Jason's business, but, you know, are they still waiting until marriage to have relations? You know, are they still waiting to get that thing thangin'? And Jason and Liz are just snaggling and giggling. And I'm like, just tell me you got some little jerky jerk and went on your way. But Jason swears that, you know, there have been some close calls, but no, they're still waiting. 
Liz is just laughing, so I don't really know if I believe that. But Tommy's like, oh, okay. I'm like, Tommy, that's kind of a weird question to ask. But, you know, people probably did want to know. And since I'm convinced that Jason and Liz are no longer together, yeah, I think they, I think they, I think they had sex. Just my personal opinion. Not that I care. Next, we meet Aisha. She is 38. She is a hair salon owner. Immediately, I'm thinking, if I didn't have my contacts in, she looks like JT from the City Girls. I was just like, it's the blonde hair. It's the Y'all know how JT wears her hair a certain way, even though she has like black hair in sometimes. I was like, that's JT. Aisha says that she was married for 11 years, but that her husband fell prey to some demons and that he ended up cheating. I guess the demons was pussy. Um, She says that the dating pool has pee in it. Girl. Yes, I agree. The dating, the dating cesspool that's left pee all up and through it. She says that she wants a man that's going to kiss her in the morning when her breath is stank. She wants a man that's going to kiss her from her head to her crusty ass toes. She just wants to really be in love again. Um, She does. I think she has two daughters. So, you know, she wants to rebuild that family foundation for the both of them. Aisha seems cool. She seems straight. Next, we meet Walter, who is 46 and an entrepreneur. Walter says that he is a reformed thug. I was like, okay, Walter. Looking like Common. Looking like an older version of Common. (laughs) Or they might be on age together. Uh, Walter says that he was married for a year and a half, but that he was with his wife for nine years. They spent nine years together. And I was like, hmm what's tea what's going on we find out that uh right after they got married she passed away in 2003 they had both decided that they wanted to start the process of having children she went to go get um examined by gynecologists i believe and they found out that she had an ovarian cyst she had surgery on the cyst and then she passed away a week later Ugh terrible women please 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 go get checked please please just go and do your routine checkups i i know someone a friend of a friend who just lost his very young wife and she just recently had had a baby to um ovarian cancer through an through a routine exam found out that she had ovarian cancer so i was just like oh my gosh like oof that's terrible and Jason Liz and Tommy they're all kind of shook by that Tommy asks oh well let me finish Walter's story he says that you know despite all that happening he is ready to try to find love again so he is a widower no children at this point and he says that you know the grass isn't always greener on the other side the grass is greener where you water it so I like Walter okay I I like his personality and his outlook on life and love and the fact that he's even open to doing this process um thumbs up for me jason liz and tommy discuss it uh tommy asked liz if she believes that you know if people can find love after such a heartbreak like that liz says that you know you have to have the desire and the positive outlook and anything can be possible i agree if you are putting yourself in that mindset to to want to try again because i think had the roles been reversed for me and that happened with my partner, I, I think I'd just call a rap on it. It would be a dub. So I hope Walter finds what he is looking for. I'm rooting for him. Tommy then asked Liz and Jason if um, does being a boss make a woman sexy? Jason says yes, because, you know, she's a boss. She's driven. She's goal. She's goal oriented. So, yeah, Tommy says that he wants to take a look at the next contestants who are alpha females. 
Tommy, you could have just easily said alpha women. Like, I hate the word females. I hate it. But it's okay, Tommy. Next, we meet Zadia. That's a beautiful name. She is 35. She's a personal trainer. She says that she is tired of men asking for her to come over to their house. Like, you need to plan a date. Take the time to plan a date and get to know me because you need to respect my time period she says that her love language is talking shit i 101 percent agree with her i think my love language is words of affirmation but talking shit is definitely up there she says that that comes from her family if she is comfortable enough around you to start talking shit that means that she likes you she says that she's looking for a man to be transparent and vulnerable and she says that she needs men to realize that she is the prize i like zadi i hope she remains cool as the season goes on next we meet sabrina who is 45 she's a fashion designer immediately when i saw sabrina with the light skin and the blonde hair i was like ida vicky <laughs> do y'all remember ida vicky from last season kooky ida vicky i need to check on her she has an eight-year-old she says that her last relationship or really the father of her eight-year-old daughter who is beautiful by the way she says that um when they were together she found out that he was married with kids and had another baby mama i was like oof girl i want to know women when you find out that you're dating or with a married man and he has pro proactively kept this from you how do you react do you slash his tires do you call his wife um when i had a situation close to that <laughs> luckily it never went that far i i just blocked and deleted him when i found out he was married with a newborn this nigga was really trying to talk to me and pursue me. And this his wife was laying in the bed from having their baby. Niggas, if it's one thing they gonna have, it's audacity. She says that she's really tired of dating men with small penises. She cannot do it anymore. Okay, Sabrina. She says that finding a man is not a problem. The problem is finding a good man. She also says that she is not settling anymore within her life Piriana. i hope i think i'm gonna like sabrina she gives me main character energy as well i hope she sticks around on this show and finds what she is looking for i'm noticing that a lot of the cast members just like last season a lot of them have kids that's what's up uh we get back to liz jason and tommy tommy asked um what does liz think about you know sabrina's comments on small penises she was you know basically what do you think about how to find out if a man measures up and she's like well you know there's 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 ways to tell you know little myths i already told y'all on the podcast it's not the size of the shoes all right you gotta look at the size of the hands all right look at the hands that's accurate tommy's like jason um how tall are you <laughs> tommy why you want to know his business what, what's going on what's t jason says that he's six four and on a good day he's a size 13 I believe it. I, I believe it. Next, we're introduced to Dante. He is 38. He's a deputy superintendent. He has three kids with three different women. He says that that is a deal breaker for some women. Of course it is. How are you going to spend your time? <laughs> he said that although he has the three kids with three different mothers, that they make it work. All right. He says he came um, to D.C. from Chicago in a long distance relationship that didn't end up working. He doesn't go to the club or do anything like that. He's vegan. He likes to be outside. We see a picture of him climbing a damn mountain. 
Um, he says that there's more to him than just being handsome and that that's just a shell of who we are as human beings. What really matters is on the inside. Dante seems nice. I just don't. I see a lot of women being turned off by that three kids with three different women thing. Next, we meet Carrington. He's 33 years old. He is a marketing firm CEO. And he says lately his problem is that he's been caught up in situationships. Six years ago um, was his longest relationship, his last relationship. And he says that he treasures that because without that relationship, he wouldn't have his daughter. So his daughter was a product of that relationship. He says that he wants or is pursuing an alpha female. They didn't tell us a lot about Carrington. I mean, he says that he needs somebody he can go to state dinners with. And when production asked if he had been to like White House dinner, he was like, oh, I can't tell you my business. He does give me the vibe that he is like a club promoter type. All the pictures we see are of him in the club, him wearing a blazer with a cigar sticking out his mouth. I think he was throwing up a alpha. I'm sorry, a cap or a signal with his fingers. So he's definitely that club promoter slash Greek individual. Not that I should stereotype but yeah we know how that type is um i don't see carrington lasting long in this show i don't really see people clicking with him i I don't know it's just something about him i can't really put my finger on right away next we meet tyrone he's 44 he's a cybersecurity ceo he says that he's been single for over three years his parents were married for 20 years but that their marriage um did not make it because his mama was out here He says that his mama would have other men up in the house and that that made him start to not trust women. So he doesn't trust women based on what his mama was doing because she was out here in these streets, child. Um, A man with mommy issues. I just Tyrone, I'm already just going to tell you, maybe you should continue therapy and not be on the show this season. (laughs) Because if you're coming on here saying I don't trust women, what are you doing here, sir? Um, your mom does not represent all women. Okay. Uh, Jason, Liz and Tommy discuss him and they're just like, "Mm." Liz is like, you know, I think there's hope for him. Liz is always going to see the best in everybody. Even crazy ass David, she tried to see the best in him. So Liz, I appreciate you, but I'm just saying Tyrone just needs to go ahead and go home. I wonder if he'll be one of the first people to get eliminated. Uh, Tommy says next, we're going to meet people who have been down the aisle and that it has not worked out. So we meet Lamont, 44. He works in cybersecurity. He says that spoken word is his passion. And then he gives us a little a little tidbit of his spoken word. I was like, all right, Kyle from Living Single. <laughs> Minus all the shabadoobadoo. Y'all know Kyle used to be so damn extra. I, whenever Kyle sang to Max or was singing, I was like, damn, so corny. But anyway, Lamont says that he was married at 22. His wife cheated on him. I mean, y'all 22, y'all are basically kids, so that ain't no problem. He says that um, the women that he used to pass on in the past now have the qualities that he wants in a wife or a partner now. See, that's usually it. You know, those, those qualities, those standards, they come into play and then you just start dismissing the people that may actually kind of matter and may actually possess those qualities um Lamont seems straight I don't think he'll make it far in this competition he some of these contestants are lacking a little spice next we meet Carrie she's 38 she's an interior decorator she says she was married at 21 years old she says that DC um relationships that 
formulate in DC basically turn into you being hangout buddies with the person. She says um, her friends make fun of her because when she starts dating a man, she starts thinking and doing things in the wifey's you know, wifey state of mind. Like she'll start cooking dinner for him. She'll be doing all this stuff for him. And her friends be like, girl, you need to slow down. You need to slow your roll. So she needs to back off of the wifey situation. But, you know, she's ready to meet her partner. Next, we meet Libba. Libba is 44. She's a professor of marketing. She says that she was unhappy throughout her marriage because they were sleeping in separate quarters. That sounds like a dream to me, low key. Um, she says that she's looking for her twin flame. She can't date short men because short men, (laughs) she said that short men are a lot of work and that she's older. You know, her knees can't do what they used to do. All right. Not all of us have Megan the Stallion knees. She also says that dating in DC is very competitive because she's competing with women who got big old booties. I will assume she means big old booties and BBLs. And she's like, listen, my booty ain't that big no more. Uh, we get back to Tommy, Jason, and Liz. <laughs> Tommy talked about he feels some type of way about, you know, the short man he represented because he's 5'10". Tommy, you are not 5'10". You are 5'10 with your shoes on, but I think Tommy Tommy has to be at least 5'7". I think you're putting 20 on 10 now. He asked Liz and Jason if they think that people that have been married can make better partners. Liz says that as long as you don't take that baggage into your new relationship, you know, it can work. See, I told y'all, Liz always gonna see the best in everybody. Tommy says that the last two people are that we're gonna meet are extremely picky. So I'm just like, if you're already framing it that they're extremely picky, these people are probably gonna be the ones to watch this season. We're probably gonna see a lot of them on the show. We are back with Tommy, Liz, and Jason. They're asking Tommy how much romance is going to be on this season he's like oh it's going to be a ton of romance you know we're breaking out the baby oil and we have a major curveball so all right Tommy y'all love to throw these curveballs I'm interested to see what it's going to be next we meet the last two people who are supposed to be picky we meet Naeem who's 40 years old he's a program manager he says he's his last relationship with was with a woman they were together about a couple months in and then she let him know that she was moving across the world because she was in the army I believe he says he wants a woman that takes care of her body he doesn't like a woman that wears a ton of makeup he likes Caribbean women he likes a woman that has her natural hair in and I'm just like you one of these niggas i mean it's okay to have your preference but you know women we shouldn't be defined or it's not a character trait for you because you like women that don't wear makeup good for you he says he doesn't want to be with a woman who's like optimus prime you know you thought you were getting optimus prime but then you turn into an 18 wheeler sir i could say the same about you because you look more handsome in your pictures but here on the camera you looking a little busted in the face like all these men have these lists of what they want, what they and then what are y'all bringing to the table? Nothing. Just men like that never last long on this show, and I'm so tired of it. Next, we meet meet Tasia. Tasia, I forgot how to pronounce her name, but she is 33. She's a tech startup founder. They flash people's occupations so fast, like I, I have to pause and then rewind. But y'all know the magic of TV and television. Tasia, Tasia, Fantasia. She says that she exudes feminine energy. Well, you're a woman, so that that's not a major accomplishment. But she's like, yeah, I got the hair, I got the look, I got. I was just like, what? 
do y'all know what the hell y'all be talking about when y'all say things like this like what because you have hair you exude feminine energy okay tasia also says that she likes her men medium ugly because they will treat you well they won't get up in their head or get boastful they'll want to drink your bath water (sighs) you are 30 oh she's 33 so i guess this ideology is acceptable but if it was somebody 35 and plus saying this i'd be like what you like your men medium ugly and that is a real thing y'all i've heard people there are women and men out there who like their partners a little ugly okay she says that um dating her is an experience you can call all of her exes and they would all want to get back together with her girl if dating you is an experience then why are you on this show why are you having to go through this process i don't really i don't really understand she looks like she's gonna be a handful don't really know how the other men are gonna take to her but we shall see we get back to jason liz and tommy um Tommy says how much they all want to bet that Naeem is going to end up falling for a woman with a beat face and a head full of weave. <laughs> That's probably true. Tommy may be on to something. Liz says that Naeem needs to compromise. Like you can't come in with all this list of stuff because then you're looking for perfection which leads you know that's exactly what she says when Tommy is like can you find love when you have a list full of deal breakers? Um... I mean, are we talking deal breakers or standards? Because there are a lot of things I thought I wouldn't want in a partner at versus 19 or 20 that I may think differently about as I get older. But I don't I don't really know. I think it depends on the person and how realistic their standards are and how well the standards suit themselves. I don't really think there's a clear answer on that. But yeah, like I told y'all, Liz says... Uh, no you can't because you basically want perfection if you have this list of deal breakers tommy says that well they gonna move on since he considers himself medium ugly (laughs) i don't think tommy's ugly I, i just think tommy's really normal and thank god he knows how to dress you know just like you know uncle steve harvey but yeah uh tommy you you all right you a little short and those outfits you do be trying it when you be trying to dress like darkwing duck and shit but yeah now tommy's gonna introduce us to an actual sneak peek and we're gonna learn what the curveball is so let me watch and see what the hell it is okay so we watched the preview um before we watch it tommy's asking jason liz who they think are gonna couple up i don't really pay attention to who they think because obviously it's going to be wrong he asked them what they think the curveballs are going to be they don't really know so one of the curveballs from the sneak peek is that two people will be going home the first i i assume it'll be the first day where everybody meets each other the other curveball is that they are bringing two people in so i'm going to they didn't show the people so i'm assuming it's people from probably one woman one man from last season they better not bring AJ with the beard back. That's all I know. I see a lot of beards in these previews. Um, but they should cash in and bring back, just like they did with KG Chris last season, bring back one person, one man. I would prefer someone from last season, not from the resort season or any of the other seasons, especially the first one that I still haven't watched. Bring back current people that we know and love. Um, the season looks good, y'all. It looks juicy. It looks like there's going to be a lot of kissing. Tommy's mentioning how he wants people to mingle. My huge problem with this show is that the women don't really mingle and date other people. They just 
stick one egg in a basket and they rock with it and then end up getting their heart broken so uh hopefully that does not happen but guys i'm excited to watch this season i'm excited to see a new group of people i'm excited about a new location something fresh something new I don't have high expectations. My expectations, my expectations, my expectations are, we'll call it medium ugly, but thank you guys so much for listening. I can't wait to watch with you guys this season. I will try to be on time with my reviews, depending on when I watch it. This week's premiere is two hours, so I don't know if they're going to do a casting special and then show the first episode or if they're going to be two full hours of the new episode. So I guess we'll find out and see. You guys can reach me at K-D-A-S-H-D-I-O-R on Instagram. You guys can follow me on Twitter. I'll try to live tweet or tweet whenever I watch the show. So get on Twitter, get interacted with me, and we are going to see what happens. Again, thank you guys for listening, and I will talk to you after the season five premiere. Bye!